Sales are the lifeline of a business. So let's talk about why you might not be getting enough sales and what you can do about it in this episode. Join the slow fashion revolution with Recloseted Radio. As the number one podcast for fashion entrepreneurs with a conscience, we're here to help you reach new heights. I'm your host, Selena Ho, the founder and CEO of Recloseted, and I'm on a mission to share my insider knowledge and strategies for launching a successful sustainable brand, growing your existing slow fashion business, and making your brand more environmentally friendly. I also invite industry experts to share their stories and insights too. So subscribe and let's get to work on transforming the harmful fashion industry. I am going to be quite blunt and not going to hold back in this episode, so I recommend you get a notepad and a pen so that you can follow along. And before we dive in, as you're listening to this episode, if you want my one-on-one help to ensure you increase your sales, make more revenue, and make more profit this year, I am accepting a few more one-on-one business consulting clients for the remainder of this quarter. You can book a complimentary consultation call And at that call, we can discuss your pain points, your challenges, and create a bespoke customized strategy to help you achieve your goals. And of course, we can see if it's a fit to work together. You can book your call at recloseted.com slash consultation or click the link in the show notes. In this episode, I am going to overview eight reasons or eight steps as to why you aren't getting the sales you want and what you can do about it. So the first reason you may not be getting sales is the fact that your products could just not be good and or there might not be a need for it, which is blunt, I know, but hear me out. In order to be successful, you must take a customer first approach. I talk about this all the time on our podcast and on our YouTube channel, but essentially we want to put your customers first and we need to solve pain points for them. We need to add value to their lives. And if your product doesn't do that, then there may not be a need for it, which is why people aren't buying it. It's a very simple concept, but if you think about it, if you're currently dealing with a challenge or a pain point or something's really, really annoying to you or keeping you up at night, and I told you that there's a solution for that, it costs X amount of money, and based on the money it costs and the value you see in the product, if you think it's worthwhile to invest in it, then you'll give me your credit card information and you will buy. The exact same concept applies to you and your business. So if you don't have sales right now, it's because people don't see the value in your products and you may need to go back to the drawing board and really take the time to identify your ideal customer, get to know their problems, solve their problems with the product, co-create a solution with them, validate it, which is very, very important. We want to validate before we start producing things because that's when you get into situations where you're sitting on unsold inventory and it's super stressful. And ultimately, this is the customer first approach that we get our clients to follow to the T and we get our clients to do this right from the get go in the launch your brand course so that they can start right, right from the start. And we also drill this home with our business consulting clients because we want to make sure you are putting products out into the world that people actually need. That is the most sustainable way you can run your business, period. But also because people need it, then they see value in it and then they buy something. So that is the basic, basic first step. And if you aren't having the sales you want right now, I would take a really hard look at what you're offering and really, really question if people actually need this and if you're actually adding value to people's lives. 
The next step and the next reason why you may not be getting sales if you feel like your products have been validated and there's a need for it is your actual marketing and sales funnel. So parts of it could be broken and it's really important for us to walk through this and for you to look at the data. When it comes to a marketing and a sales funnel, I know there's a lot of variations out there, but at Recloseted, we take our clients through a five-step funnel process. The first step is traffic, and that is just ensuring enough eyeballs and enough traffic is getting to your brand. If you don't have enough traffic, you obviously aren't going to get enough sales because not enough people know about you and know about your brand. So that's the first step. And then after traffic, you then want to go into nurturing. So this is making sure that of the people in your community, of the eyeballs going to your platforms and to your website, are they being warmed up? Are you developing an emotional connection to them so that they can move into the third step, which is actual conversion, where they check out on your site, they purchase your product. And then after conversion comes the product phase where you ship it to them, they get the product, they try it on, they wear it, all those different things. And then the last part in the funnel is the resell, upsell, and referrals. So are people coming back? Are they referring your brand? Are they going to be able to buy other things as well? And this is the funnel that we take through with our clients. And if you're not getting the sales that you want, then parts of your funnel, if not maybe even all of your funnel, is probably not optimized. And so you need to look at the data to figure it out. And that is exactly what we do with our clients. We get really, really scientific with it so that we can pinpoint where the problems are, how we can fix it so that sales come rolling back in. And I don't mind sharing a high level overview of how you can really dive into your funnel and figure out what parts are broken right now. So at the very, very top of the funnel, the traffic portion, this is definitely a portion where I see a lot of people struggling with. To measure how much traffic you're getting, I would look at all your website data. So if you're on Shopify, like look at week over week, month over month, quarter over quarter, year over year, etc. How many people are actually visiting your site? And if there's spikes, figure out why those spikes happened because you obviously want to continue to emulate whatever worked. And then if there's dips, also look at why that is and what you think caused those dips and those slower times. You also want to look at your Google Analytics data, so set all of that up. And then from a traffic perspective too, you also want to think about traffic going to your platforms. So if you have an Instagram community or if you're on TikTok or whatever it is, look at that data too. But the caveat here is that there could be months where you make more content and there could be months where you make less content. So that could explain some of the variance. But if you're pretty consistent every single month around how much you're making, then you can use that as a gauge as well. And so take a look at all that data. We create a really robust spreadsheet dashboard for a client so they can input all that. But in your case, you'll just want to set that all up. I spent a good couple of weeks creating the spreadsheet dashboard. So don't be alarmed or put off if it also takes you a good couple of weeks. And then I've continued to iterate it and perfect it with clients over the years. So in reality, this dashboard master sales worksheet has taken probably a few years for me to perfect. But I would just at the bare minimum sit down for a couple hours, set yourself up. This is crucial because we need to make business decisions based on data. And if you have no idea what data to look at, where the data is, what it looks like, you're just going to be in trouble. So it's really important to set this all up. 
After you look at your traffic data, you then want to do an assessment of how well you think you're nurturing or warming up your audience. This is something that is a bit harder to measure, but you can look at social media engagement, you can look at how many people DM you, how many people email you, things like that. This is stuff that we work through with our clients, but if you're noticing that no one really ever comments on your items, no one ever really reaches out to you, no one really engages with your content, then you likely have some work to do here. And then when it comes to your conversion data, this is also something that you can really leverage your website data, Google Analytics, look at abandoned cart rates, look at your historical sales. Like that's something you definitely want to get into your spreadsheet as well. Because if you're getting a lot of traffic to your sites and to your platforms and you know that your content's doing really well and it's engaging and you have a warmed up audience, then there's a big problem if people aren't converting. And we definitely dissect this and get very scientific with our clients. But if this is you, then you definitely need to make some changes. But the good news is that you are getting enough traffic and you are warming them up. We now just have to focus on conversion. And when it comes to your product, this is something you really want to measure as well. Because like I talked about at the beginning of this episode, your product is so important. People need to see value in it. And then when they actually receive it, it needs to be high quality so that people actually come back, purchase again, and tell their friends and family about it. When you're assessing your product, the metrics you want to look at include your returns, your refund requests, things like that. Are people actually wearing it, tagging you on social media? That's really important. And the one caveat here too is if you are a newer brand and people are unsure about your sizing, it's totally fine if people buy like a small, a medium, and a large, and then they return the sizes that don't fit. I would scrub that out because you can see in their order that they've ordered a bunch of different sizes and they've kept one and returned the rest. So that's fine. That's not an indication of the fact that they didn't like the product. And if you're getting a lot of returns and refund requests, I would also potentially reach out to those customers and just dig a little bit deeper around why they're returning it, if they have any feedback for you. And of course, be really respectful when you reach out to them as well. And then the last part is the reselling, the upsells, and the referrals. So this is important because it is so much cheaper and so much easier to have your existing customers come back than to have new customers. You've probably heard a million different people say this a million different ways, and it's so true. And because of this, it's really important to keep a pulse on this metric. Examine if people are buying more pieces, are they repurchasing, things like that. And if you have bandwidth, you could also formalize this and start a referral program as well. With all this being said, it is really important to gather this data, analyze it, and then make business decisions. Because if you're currently not getting sales, something is broken, something is not working. So we need to put our curiosity hats on and we need to figure out why that is and how we can fix it. And the only way you can figure out what's going on and what's wrong is by going into the data, looking at what's broken, and then fixing it. As such, please mark it on your calendar and block off an entire day to just set up your dashboard. It's probably going to take you one day bare minimum to have it all set up, if not maybe over a couple of weeks. Like I mentioned, I took a couple of weeks to create the robust dashboard for our clients, and then I've been fine-tuning it ever since. But it is really important to invest the time in doing this because it just really makes your life so much easier. And then you and your entire team know what your targets are, what you're aiming for, what you're working on and all those things so that you can actually get the sales that you need.
And if you're in a place where you have some basic metrics, you have data you're measuring, then the next reason why you may not be getting sales is because you haven't truly identified what's wrong and fixed it. You likely don't have to overhaul your entire business or your entire funnel. There's probably just specific parts that aren't working. And so if you have metrics and data that you're measuring in your business right now, that's amazing. But go back to the second step that I just overviewed about the marketing and sales funnel and go a little bit deeper because clearly something's still broken and we need to figure out what it is. So are you getting enough traffic? Are you nurturing people? Are you warming them up? How is your conversion rates? How is your products? Are people actually liking it? And then of course, like how does your resell, upsell, and referral look like? So go back and really make sure that your data is detailed enough so that you can actually pinpoint what the problem is and then you can fix it. And based on all of this, I wanted to do a deep dive on every single part of the funnel and help you really figure out how you can improve. So the fourth reason why you may not be getting sales is that you may not be getting enough traffic to your business. We talked about this. If you don't have enough traffic to your business, obviously you're not going to get enough sales because not enough people are going to your website, not enough people know about your brand, all that jazz. So in order to improve your traffic, you need to take a look at what you're currently doing and you want to write all that down. And then you want to take a look at what's worked historically. So I would go back to your Shopify website data and or your Google Analytics data and see the months or the weeks where you had traffic spikes. What did you do? What was different? And how can you emulate that again? And then I would also jot down a bunch of other ideas you have to drive more traffic. So this could be free ideas and also paid ideas as well. And then the next step in the marketing and sales funnel is the nurturing part. And so the fifth reason why you may not be getting enough sales is because you're not nurturing your audience. You're not warming them up. So very similarly, what do you currently do to nurture and warm up your audience? Is it specific content? Is it specific ways you talk to your audience? What does that look like? And then also think about what has worked historically. When you have a lot of engagement on your social media or you have a lot of people reaching out to you, what did you do? And last but not least, jot down any ideas you have. These could be free ideas, paid ideas, whatever it is. But if nurturing is something that you need to work on, then really take the time to write down any improvements. And then the next part you want to look into is your conversion. And that could be the sixth reason why you aren't getting sales. If conversion is something that you are struggling with and you don't know how to fix it, then the first thing I would do is to really jot out your current customer journey. How does your customer currently have to buy from you? What does that entire process look like? Get into the shoes of your ideal customer and really walk yourself through that. And then the other thing to look into too is your website. Is there any issues with it that you didn't know about? For example, one time one of our clients accidentally turned off payment processing and then she didn't have sales for a couple weeks. And then we looked at it and we were like, oh my God, your payment processing is off. And you just never know what could be happening with your website. So just regularly check to ensure that everything's working fine. And similarly to the other items, you want to look at what's worked historically. And then also think about what other ideas you have, both free and paid, to up your conversion. And the seventh reason why people may not be buying from you and you may not be having sales is because you need to overhaul your product. We talked about this a little bit already, but people need to see value from it. It needs to solve a pain point. 
And if you feel like your product is definitely a problem, then there's definitely a need for you to go back to the drawing board, talk to your ideal customer, capture as much customer feedback and product improvement requests as you can and document all of it and organize it. And then also take a look at if you need to communicate things more clearly. If you're finding that people are buying a lot of different sizes and then returning things and it's becoming really hasslesome for you and your brand, then maybe you need to be more clear on sizing or there's things you can do. And think about what tweaks you can easily make to your existing products as well. And then think about tweaks you can make in the long term too. So what are some short term things you can do? What are some longer things you can do? And just note that people adjust their products and they continue to iterate and improve all the time. This is completely normal. And in some cases, you can actually release your product as a new product too and at a higher price point. As an example, one of our clients released this skirt that was very versatile. There was a lot of different ways you can make it and our customers loved it. And they gave her a lot of feedback though that they wanted more pockets, they wanted zippers, they wanted all these different things. And so she released a 2.0 version of it. And because it had all these elevated features that her customers were asking for, it was basically a new product. It was a 2.0 version and she made it a higher price point and it did really well. So just note that people adjust their products and they continue to iterate all the time and that is totally acceptable. And in fact, it is welcomed because that means you're taking customer feedback and you're making improvements. And then the eighth reason or the last reason why you may not be getting enough sales and what you can do about it, it's all around your resales, your upsells and your referrals. So this is the last part in the marketing and sales funnel. But like I mentioned, it is so much easier to sell to your existing customers than to continuously go out and try to get new ones. As such, it's really important to take a look at what you currently do to drive resales, upsells or referrals for your brand. And then also think about what has worked historically. Think about what other ideas you have, both free and paid. And then also, I think it's important to just sit down and realistically jot down if you feel like your customers know that you offer other products, which I know sounds silly, but if you have a customer that buys a sweater from you and they didn't come back and buy other items, then really try to dig deep around why do you think that is. And also think about it, if you have a customer that's bought sweaters from you, for example, have you also gently suggested to them that they should also potentially look at your pants or your jackets so that they can make a whole outfit? So think about that. With all that being said, you likely have a lot of work to do, but don't worry, you don't need to get this all done in a day. This is probably something that you're going to chip away at for the next month or so. Make sure you're getting enough data. It is so important to make business decisions based on data. And so do that. It's going to take some time. That's okay, but it's going to be so worth it. And I really hope that you got a lot out of this episode. This is a very, very high level overview of what we work through with our clients. And as you're listening to this, if you want my one-on-one help to walk you through all of this, do a deep dive and really ensure you make your sales goals increase your revenue and your profit, then make sure you reach out and book a consultation because like I mentioned, I only have a few more spots for this quarter and you can do so at recloseted.com slash consultation and the link will be in the show notes. And that's a wrap on this episode. If you got value from this, I would appreciate it if you could take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag us at recloseted. 
Be sure to subscribe to the Recloseted Radio podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode and you have access to all of our valuable resources. And if you're feeling generous, please rate our podcast five stars and leave us a glowing review. I'm cheering you on and together, let's transform the harmful fashion industry.